guys, it is Tristan with Nerdette's Newsstand, and this feels a little weird. I haven't done it in a few days, but I am going to be back. I think my speech is pretty much back to normal, so I'm hoping this will go over okay. So, we're going to talk a little bit today about indie comics. And when I say indie comics, I'm basically saying nothing at the big two. Nothing at DC Comics, nothing at Marvel Comics. We're going to take a look at some of the smaller publishers, and I'm going to actually give you 10 plus 1, my best recommendations. Basically a top 10 list, but not really because I'm not going to be all formal about it. That's just not who I am. So first off, I want to thank everyone for putting up with my last couple videos. I tried editing them well enough to be entertaining, but sometimes vocals is really the main part of a lot of my videos. So thank you, and make sure you guys are subscribed. Make sure you're still subscribed. As always, hit like. Leave me a comment down below. I want to know your favorite indie comic. Again, just something not at the big two. It doesn't have to be a small Kickstarter or something like that or an Indiegogo. It doesn't have to be crowdfunded. I'm just talking a smaller platformed comic book. So let's talk about this. First off, I want to give honorable mention, and then we'll get into the 10, to Aubrey Sitterson. Um, just, I believe last week's The Worst Dudes came out. And it is Aubrey Sitterson and Tony Gregory on Dark Horse Comics. And Aubrey Sitterson is always so over the top. I enjoy him a lot when it comes to, like, on his personal channels, doing his own crowdfunding with his stoner comic and with his wrestler comic. I love his over-the-top attitude, right? And this is absolutely over-the-top. The Worst Dudes is basically like exploring an orgy in space with a little bit of a mystery behind it and a lion with a a septum piercing and if it doesn't make sense that's because it doesn't make sense but it's fun and it's weird and it's over the top but that is also why it didn't just make honorable mention first off it's only one issue in and a lot of it is just crazy so Let's talk about the rest of them. They're not going to be in any particular order until I get to the last three. So I want to talk about Moonshine a little bit. This has been going on for quite some time. It is done by Brian Azzarello and Eduardo Riso. It is on image and it is a period piece of the Prohibition era. And you're going to see voodoo. You're going to see a lot of fun. You're going to see the different treatment of people with different skin colors, how it would, you know, historically be accurate. And you're going to see werewolves. It's very, very weird. You're going to see the mob, which I love. I love old, old mob movies. Um, My mom used to watch Goodfellas all the time when I was younger. It was like, the one VHS. We had a couple VHSs and oh my God, she was obsessed. So I love old mob stuff and it's really, really good. Brian Azzarello is usually a great pick anyways. He does fantastic in Moonshine. So next I want to talk about a new book that just came out two weeks ago also, and that is The Red Room by Ed Piscor. Now this was written and illustrated by Ed Piscor, but 
right off the bat, this is not for everyone. You know what? I'm not even sure this is for me, but I like Ed Pisker a lot, so I wanted to support it, and ooh, it is on Fantagraphics comic line, and it is, oh boy, how do we describe this? You're looking at the dark web. If the dark web did live streams of murder and mayhem and disgusting torture and yeah, it's way over the top. But if you're into that kind of gritty, gritty graphic horror and gore, that's definitely for you. I'm going to I'm going to keep going with it, but yeah, I, I was surprised at how actually graphic it was. So, um, next I have Shadow Man by Cullen Bunn. Now this is a newer edition. Also, I love Cullen Bunn. I think he does a great, a uh, great job. I believe there's only two issues out. The art is by John Davis Hunt and it's on Valiant. Now Shadow Man is really good. Right now we're seeing a lot of voodoo mixed in. We're looking at voodoo gods. We're looking at what surrounds the voodoo gods and what the elites do when they get bored. And by them getting bored and kind of <laughs> summoning, what happens when that takes place and who has to clean it up? It's really fun. I like it a lot. So another one I have previously talked about is Eve. Now this is by Victor Lavelle and uh, Joe... Mid-Young, and it's on Boom. Now, this is absolutely a very far-left comic, and it's very entertaining. It's like, um, it's like if, you know, the world was trashed. Remember Wally? I love Wally from Disney. It's probably one of my favorite Disney movies. It's kind of like that, but instead of having Wally left behind, it's a little girl with her teddy bear that her dad has programmed to help take care of her and guide her through this world to get wherever she's going. We don't know yet and kind of judge and see what she has to do from there to make Earth inhabitable again. And I really am enjoying it so far. So next I have Geiger and this is by Jeff Johns. I did review issue number one. And Gary Frank, great dream team. It's on image. I love this. We're three issues in and getting some answers. Finally, the art is fantastic. It will definitely give you Doomsday Clock vibes. It will kind of give you that flashback to Doomsday. But if you can get past that, you're going to get um, a wonderful story of a man named Tarek who went through a lot before this nuclear bomb let off. And then once the nuclear bomb let off, he's kind of lost his hope now. But he's able, you know, the glowing man you see on front, that's Tarek. And what would happen after nuclear war hit and what is going on? So next I have the many deaths of Layla Starr. I love this. Um, it is by Ram V. It takes place in India. And the art is by Felipe Andrandi on Boom Studios. It is a newer series also. I love how all of these big names in the comic book industry right now are taking a chance to strike out on their own, and a lot of them are doing really well. But Ram V tells a story of the Indian gods. One specifically we're talking about is Layla Starr. That's not really who she is. She's death. But um, she has to get to the man that basically invented immortality and she lost her job. Get it? Funny, right? <laughs> I like it a lot. It's really good. So 
Next, I have crossover. And um, I really enjoy this. <laughs> I am going to do a full story of this. Um, I think once the next issue hits to kind of make it a whole arc. But it's by Donnie Cates. And the art is by Jeff Shaw. It is also on Image. I'm telling you what, everything on Image... Not everything, but Image is just doing so well with their books. Every Most of everything I read there right now is good. Um, I, I can't think of anything that's not, but then again, maybe I just didn't pick it up. So crossover is great. It's if, you know, comic books spilled over into the real world. What would happen? How would people uh, go about basically their lives on a daily basis. Who would be good? Who would be evil? And then there's some awesome crossovers in there. We saw uh, God Country. We saw Kick-Ass. Oh my God. We saw just recently Savage Dragon. Like we're seeing some really, because they're using the image line, he can then use those characters across over. Now, I did think we were going to get to see Spawn, but maybe with this whole Spawn universe, maybe that's why we haven't seen it yet. So, Next three are in order, and that's because I want to kind of highlight the best of the best, right? So next I have Carmen, and this is written and illustrated by Gilliam March. It is also on image. You know what? Everything else is on image. <laughs> I'm just going to say that now. Everything else is on image. It makes it easy, right? So Carmen is about a girl that commits suicide, and from my understanding, because we're yeah, I, I think there's one more issue. From my understanding, she is um in the midst of crossing over and has to decide, you know, what to do with this little bit of time she has left. And basically, she like, at first, it's fun and game. She floats around naked. She's silly. She um goes and, you know, has conversations with people that can't hear her. She witnesses someone die. It's fun at first until it gets serious when she realizes a big part of why she committed suicide was was inaccurate what she thought so i'm not going to give anything away because i want you to read it you will absolutely enjoy it it's with the artist cutesy it's fun i love it i love it so next i have for number two department of truth i've talked about this on this channel plenty of times I love what Tinian is doing, not only on the Department of Truth, but I need to get caught up on something is killing the children, or I would have included that in this, but I'm not caught up. So I wanted to make sure I knew everything I was talking about. And I also think he's doing great with A Nice House on the Lake, um, but that's at DC, so I couldn't include that either. So Department of Truth, number two, because that story is something I look forward to every month. That story is something I'm like, oh, is it crossover week? <laughs> Usually I'm like, is it crossover week or is it Department of Truth week? Because it's every other week with those two um, that I get one. I love this story. It is, it takes um something that I find fascinating, whether it's history or conspiracy theories or just the study of people as a whole. And it turns it on top of its head. And it really keeps you guessing each way and not only does it keep you guessing each step of the way I i'm wanting to know who characters are ahead of time i'm wanting like this lady with the cross i know i know i know i know okay originally i thought it was aubrey hepburn but now i think it's marilyn monroe and i know these things i know i'm gonna be right but then i'm like please just 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 give me a little bit more a little bit more like with the black hats and oh i know i'm sound like i'm geeking out but yes it is worth 
you going back and reading the first six. I think we're on six right now. It's that, that, that good. So number one, best indie out right now. Noctura. And that is by Scott Snyder and Tony Daniels. Also, again, on image. Um, this is hard to choose between uh, Department of Truth and Noctura. Department of Truth has a couple more issues in it. And I actually think, um, I don't know. I think Noctura is special in a different way. It's very unique to the part where we've never seen a story told like this before. We have Val and her brother, uh, M, and he's basically infected. Well, what happened was all of a sudden, while they were at school, the big PM happened. And that's just like the world went dark. Basically, it's if the sun went out, but they really haven't explained what has happened yet. But once the sun went out, people that were caught in the darkness started transforming into these things these monsters right and including val and m's parents and it it travels I, I, she's a badass like she is a badass and then we have a character named oh is it blackfoot bill who um was trying to get close to val and them and they had to outrun them and i'm, I'm sure he's back gonna gonna be a big uh, issue in this but this story the last issue number four and I'm not going to say what happened. But as I, you know, went to the last page, I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's that good. <laughs> it's that good. Without ruining the story, my reaction was very vocal. And I love seeing a badass chick. She's beautiful. She's definitely going through and making herself known. And she is kicking ass and taking names and trying to kind of save the world, but we'll have to wait and see on that stuff. So check out your indies. I'm telling you, if you're just reading DC comics or Marvel comics right now, even though I talk more about DC, you're missing out on some great stories that maybe aren't superhero stories that maybe are the department of truth. And they're taking a look at history and looking at sociology, or maybe they are superhero stories, but they're crossing over into the real world. They're absolutely worth your time and your energy. Or maybe you want something really dark. Go to Red Room. <laughs> Anyways, let me know, of course, what you guys think. Let me know in the comments below what your favorite indie is right now. I definitely want to know. And if there's anything I'm missing on this list that I should be reading, I want to know that also. I will see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs>